When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer Don McLean's hanging with us for hour one. Hello. We're going to have Maddie B from TV joining us at 930 with the big three. We've got our first fit and soup bidders, auctioners, donors, whatever you want to call them. Joining us today at 11 o'clock, oh, that dates yes. back to Project Down and Dirty when we said, hey, randomly, we were like, let's let's uh, let's raffle this off. If you want to, or auction it off, if you want to sit in with us for the final hour of the show, and then we will take you down to the cafeteria, and we can have soup with you, uh, they have to pay for their own entree, and we were clear about that, and we're getting them out of here by 1230. We were clear about all this on the air. Um, but it'll be a lovely time. And so we're our first sitting supers are coming in today, we believe. Yeah. At eleven o'clock. You made fun of me for saying Sarah. Well, I didn't make fun of you. I just noticed, you know, your jersey. You sound like Seinfeld's mom. <laughs> oh my when she gosh. said you know, it's just a slight variation. Instead <laughs> of Sarah, it's Sarah. 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 Sarah should go to Florida and have an orange. <laughs> And stop off the druggist. <laughs> Do you know your druggist? Do you know what even know what a druggist oh, you is? Guys. Hey, big Disney news. Oh yeah? Oh my gosh. It was real. If you sort of follow the the inner workings of Disney, uh, as I do people have not been loving Bob Chapek, the new CEO who came in in March of twenty twenty after Bob Iger, who had been the CEO there for some fifteen years, stepped down. Well, Last night, apparently it shocked the industry. Bob Chapek out, Bob Iger back in what? as the CEO. He is uh, He's back in amidst, you know, there has been all sorts of things that haven't gone great while Bob Chapek has been at mm-hmm. the helm. Now he's also, you know, was handed the company right before a pandemic. Mm. And so that you need to true. be aware of that. Um, that being said, here's one thing that can push a move. Uh, Disney's... Stock price was down 41% this year. Now, a lot of stocks yeah. are down, right? That's but it's bad. been down. They basically said, uh, we got to do something. Yeah, and, and this had to have been in the works for a few years, or excuse me, a few weeks at least, you would imagine, something like this, because to get somebody like Bob Iger, who stayed on as an advisor for a year, to get him back on the payroll and all that, you have to make him a really good offer to bring him out of retirement and all that. But they did it, and a, a lot of people loved Bob Iger. And to have him back, I think, makes a lot of people just feel more positive. Now, he still has to run the business. He has to do stuff. He's just going to be back for two years. 
And oh. he, he's been given a mandate and they're gonna by... they're going to clone him. They're going to clone him during those two years. It's going to be a new <laughs> Disney movie. They have mandated that he lead the way in not only redefining the the path forward, the vision for where Disney needs to go next, but also he needs to find his own successor. And, you know, some people say that he sort of handpicked Bob Chapek, and so I don't know, huh. yeah, that didn't go great. But um, the, the, the anecdotal... I think customer experience and the the like vloggers on YouTube who I watch, no one seemed to like Bob Chapek. They just, just felt got worse like and worse. he just yeah, and, and the system got complicated. Like I saw people last night already saying, "Please just bring back Fast Pass," and they were like, "Like make it easier." Disney World. There's a lot more to Disney. There's a lot more for what Bob Iger to do than just Disney World and Disneyland. There's Disney, there's Hulu, there's ESPN, there's mm. Fox, there's, there's Disney Marvel. Plus, there's I mean, Marvel, yeah. guys, Lucasfilm. This is huge. Wow, that's a big job. And Bob Iger was very instrumental. He's the one who secured the deal for, uh, for Disney to acquire Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilms, which brought them Star Wars, of course. But um, a lot of folks are saying Disney World got so difficult to do. There was so there's so much planning now. You have to really put your your time in and develop a plan. It's not just go to the park and enjoy yeah. it, and everybody just enjoys what they enjoy. There's so much to it, and so I think a lot of people are hoping that the experience becomes less stressful going to Disney. Could he bring back some basic changes hmm. that yeah. make it a little less stressful for people? I I've seen him at Disney before. Bob Iger. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah yeah yeah. Oh that's that you got the most powerful. Man, he's more powerful than Mickey walking around Whoa. there. Everyone was like, oh my God, there's Bob Iger. Wow. And, it's and, like and, seeing Mr. Hubbard. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 right. Which we just did the other day. Hi, 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 hi. Um, <laughs> I'm such a dork. But just, a, and, you know, CEO, whoever the CEO is of whatever, it doesn't really matter to most people, but it is unprecedented, A, in that Bob Chapek just recently signed a multi-year extension with Disney. That's out. Uh, and think... Bob Iger had been there for 15 years. Prior to that, it was Michael Eisner, who I think was there a little closer to... That's who I saw. 20 years. Michael Eisner. You saw Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner. Eisner. Yep. Sorry, my bad. It's almost like there's something with the name that everything has to blend together. Because you have Michael Eisner, Bob Iger, Bob Paycheck. Some people called him Paycheck, saying he was only concerned about profitability. But Mm. um, anyway, it's a big, uh, big shocking uh, change for Disney. So hopefully all we care about is that it someday benefits us. The parks are now sustaining the profit from the parks are what's keeping the company afloat. All oh, the other wow. properties, the streaming, yeah. everything, the parks. Uh, and I think one of the biggest things that Jason said this morning is that people don't want to have. Did you know you have to make a reservation to go to whatever park mm-hmm. you want to? I did not. Like, oh, you yeah. can't just buy um, a multi-pass for all the parks and just go like whenever oh, Tuesday you want. We want to go here and just make it. No, you have to make a reservation Sometimes, like months in advance, to get into Animal Kingdom. Yeah, why? Why is that? Well, they limited occupancy whenever okay. they reopened. Um, but now it's uh, a that lot of people the case wonder. When I went last year, so this has just happened, and yeah, oh. yeah. Why? Why have they done this? Where you have to mark it down? So, like, you can't. You can't. No, you. Can't, here's what you cannot do: a spontaneous Disney trip. No, that is impossible. Don't do it. Don't be the fun parent. You'll go and you won't be able to get into a bunch so of the parks. Even if you live in Florida, you can't just go. All right, kids, how about you want to go to Disney on Sunday? There no. may be something different for annual passes, but then they phased out annual passes as well. Which there's now some chatter: could those be coming back? It 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 just 
again, Bob Iger has a lot more to worry about than just Disney World, but Disney World, the Disney parks do, I believe their profit margin is like 20 to 30% a year. So it can, it's a steady ROI, steady return on investment, Mm -hmm. but it's not the sexiest. Like Marvel, you can have a movie that you make for 250 million, Wakanda forever, and then it goes and it could make a billion dollars. Okay. So that's a really good return. But every single year, like Disney streaming is losing hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Now, this is how businesses start, right? You lose a ton of money at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then you you get to this tipping Break point, even. and then you get to profitability and everything changes. But um, they are losing tons and tons of money, and some folks have just wondered, is this the right way to be going about all this? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was just an interesting an interesting and a meeting night on a Sunday of, night. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess they'll be doing press today, but Bob Iger sent out an email last night that was like, hey, welcome welcome back. Here we go again. And he said, like, I'm even sort of amazed that I am writing you this email right now that I am back. But in that email, there were notes of, like, optimism and let's see if we can uh, do this and honoring the cast members and the employees of Disney at large saying, like, you guys are what make this work. So I, I'm, I would imagine if you work at Disney when you get that email last night, it feels good. Oh, they're you know, dancing there's in the just, streets. Yeah, there's Such a, a Tom lift. Brady move, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> the retire and then he's back yep. all of a sudden. Psych! Uh, Faking everyone out. Um, okay, interesting. Um, AMAs were on last night. We'll uh, get to a little bit of that when we come right back. And then Steve's got some things that make you go, huh, when we come right back on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. So the American Music Awards were on last night. I had to make a decision. Oh, Queen. AMAs Uh-oh. or Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They pitted them oh, up against one another, what? huh? What? Sort of. It's streaming on HBO Max. And then I forgot that the AMAs were on. And I I'm did like, too. you know what? I sure did. It's okay. We know that Taylor Swift is going to win everything. Yeah. And she did. Oh, wow. Here's the uh, winner's montage. And the American Music Award goes to the new artist of the year is Dove Cameron. For favorite rock artist. Machine Gun Kelly. For favorite country duo or group. Dan and Shay. For favorite male R&B artist. Chris Brown. For favorite pop album. Taylor Swift. For favorite hip-hop song. Wait for you, future featuring Drake and Tay. For favorite music video. All too well For favorite pop song. As it was, Harry Styles. For artist of the year. So she went in with six nominations. She left with six awards. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) Totally. She is a, a prolific, whether you love her, or loathe her music, whatever it is. She is a prolific hit maker mm-hmm. and award winner. Mm-hmm. You know who who's going to have a more really crowded hard for it too. You know, it's not just like she's some right. Oh yeah, fluffy singer. She really pounded the pavement. I brief baby talk. Remember when <laughs> I watched a sixty minutes special on her? Gosh, it was probably like ten years ago, and I came away from that thinking, wow. What a woman in terms mm-hmm. of just what a what a powerful personality and she knows what she wants and she, you know, understood her value then. I could only imagine mm-hmm. now. But and she had good people around her. She traveled everywhere with her mom. 
yeah. dad sometimes. I wonder if they still have a good relationship. I sure hope so. I think so. I think her mom was battling um, cancer for a little bit. Ooh. She had a brain tumor, I believe. I feel like I remember this. Yeah, yeah. I, and, but we haven't heard anything, so no news is good news, I assume, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I so congratulations to Taylor Swift. Also, another thing that people are talking about was um, Kelly Rowland was um, presenting the an award for Chris Brown. And when he won it, the crowd started to boo. Um, that was favorite male R&B artist, by the way. And she like shushed the crowd and was like, hey, chill out, man. And then she went on to thank him for being, you know, a great performer, et cetera, et cetera. And said, I love you. Hmm. I have the clip if you want to hear, hear it. it. I'd like yeah. to hear it. Yeah. Chris Brown. Chris Brown is not here tonight, so I'm accepting this award on his behalf. Excuse me, chill out. But I want to tell Chris, thank you so much for making great R&B music. And I want to tell him, thank you for being an incredible performer. I'll take this award, bring it to you. I love you. Congratulations. And congratulations to all the nominees in this category. I I don't like the shushing, that condescending, like, excuse me. Yeah. I didn't even hear any booing in that clip. I don't know. There's just a lot of yelling. I didn't maybe hear people booing. Were, yeah. People were just, well, maybe they were yelling things that weren't nice. That we couldn't Instead hear. That could yeah. be. That could be. Um, and I guess um, Chris Brown had been scheduled to perform at the AMAs with a Michael Jackson tribute, but was canceled at the last minute. So yeah. th- he shared a video on Instagram um, showing his rehearsal. Of the musical number with the caption, you serious, question mark? And then he said, would have been at the AMA performance, but they canceled me for reasons unknown. Uh, here, I can oh, tell wow. you what it is. Yeah. They're both problematic people. You combine those two together? Are you kidding me? Uh, maybe they thought they were going to have a lot of backlash. But, oh, my gosh. But wouldn't they think that earlier in the process? Well, maybe somebody said, Hello. But you could see why he let's <laughs> let's put uh, previous transgressions uh, to the side just for a, a brief moment. Um, why he would be like, wait, you booked me, you had me here rehearsing and all of that, and then yeah, he puts why the work in. Yeah, yeah, because it's not like anything you learn about Chris Brown is late breaking news. I wonder if these guys I'm get sort of paid. Surprised he won. That's a good question. The performers do they get paid or is this just exposure for them? I don't know. Because I was going to say, if he, you know, got canceled for the gig, if he got paid, I'd be like, all right, great. I don't have to work now. And I still won the award. So mm. I bet there's more to this story that we'll learn here. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Maybe the AMA is going to be like, yeah, hang on. We got a, our side of the story that we would like to be known. I, I, have, I don't know if this is correct, mm. though, but it says for some shows, the performers might get a minimum payment, but they get far more of a career boost out of performing. Uh, the Oscars do pay between twenty four hundred and five thousand dollars for performers of their nominated songs. Huh. 
the Grammy Awards, the performers are not paid. So I'm, I'm, I bet with the Emmys, they're not paid either if the Grammys don't do it. Are people paid when they show up on talk shows? Like late night talk shows? I, I don't know. I see, well, I would imagine not. Yeah. Although. Because they're promoting their project. Right. Sure. And they get free, po- you know. Mm-hmm. But if they're a union and they're they're like appearing on a union show, oh, like SAG-AFTRA, yeah. then there's just like a stipulated amount of like, if we use you on our show, you're going to get. It's not like they're like, hey, it's I need my X pay. amount. Of, yeah. I mean, it's like a, what do they call it? Stipend. Yes. yes. Aren't you in a, the Producers Guild or something like that? Yeah. Don, aren't you fancy? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Producers yeah. Guild? No, not the Producers Guild. <laughs> Writers producer. Guild? That's whatever. Yeah. You're in a guild. I could be SAG, but I don't think it's a... I, I'm a SAG eligible person. Yeah. Which you are, I'm sure... Are you SAG? Yeah, you are. Yeah. But I just haven't taken it because I'm like, I don't want to... You have to pay. Yeah, you have to pay a a ton and then... Like if I well, did, I the Screen Actors Guild Awards this year. I'm SAG too, but not in the union. Okay, I'm just yeah. sagging. Oh, you're huh? just sagging. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, Donna. Thanks, so guys. you can't do any non-paid work like equity. I don't want to be an equity actor because then I can't do um, a play at a community theater. Oh. They won't hire oh. you. So you better be good yeah. <laughs> in Got order it. to get that equity work. And same with with SAG. I want to okay. do like independent film projects still. Cool. Listen. You guys are like so famous. No. Yes. He oh. is. No, no. <laughs> Not None me. of us are. None of us are. <laughs> guys, we're here. We're so we're all sitting here together right now. We are one. Innocent. Isn't that a song? We are one innocent. Come on, what is that? I don't know man or woman. names. I don't man. know. Man. You don't know? No. no. I can't think because I've the song. God, I hate you right now. I'm gonna hit this. Things that make you go. Give us one. One thing. YouTube. The original idea for YouTube uh, was to be an online dating video website. No way. Yeah. Hi, I'm Donna. I'm 41. I live in Indiana, and I, you know, like rescuing dogs. That's what it would have been. That would have been cool too. All right, we got to go. I have to um, Maddie B with the big three is coming in next. Matt Belanger from Five Eyewitness News. Stick around. We'll be right back on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's Monday. It's 930. That means this. Come on, Matt. Talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. Matt Matt. Belanger just came up from the newsroom. He's all dressed fancy. He's got his tie on. He just came from the festively decorated uh, Five Eyewitness News set. Full of glitter now. It is the season. uh, Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny that you should bring up um, decorations. Yes. Because I have I had a moment where I oh. laughed out loud in public and nobody knew what was going on. Did you see them? I went into a store. Was it JC Penny? And I nope. <laughs> and I saw Coles. No. Hmm. 
Think more um, for the people. No, I'm not. No, no, no. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. Yes. They have gnomes. Yes. There's a whole gnome shelf. And I'm walking by and I'm going, this is not happening. They're they're coming out of the woodwork. But you have to understand, when I got my gnomes, when I bought my first ever gnomes a few weeks ago that (laughs) you made fun of me for, my gnomes are a different map because they are big. Like if they were in studio right now. Yeah. Yeah, honest to goodness. Nice. They'd need a chair. They would need a chair. And they're beige. <laughs> oh, they look so chic. And oh, I just, and this will come up next segment, did something to my tree last night Uh-oh. that when it all pulls together, the whole, the the room is going to have a real good look. Mm. Oh, nice. Mm-mm-mm. That's Donna's way Do the saying, gnomes live in the tree? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> okay, anyway, I have three. <laughs> Here we go. Number, Number Maybe you are among the 56 million people who are going to be traveling this week, according to AAA. Uh, Big travel week. Believe it or not, it's going to be perhaps the third biggest travel for Thanksgiving we have seen since the year 2000. Oh, wow. So, we're in the year 2000. (laughs) Say what you said again, because I stopped paying attention when that... Yeah, any biggest does that. What's happening? We're traveling more than we have since the year 2000? It might be the third biggest year since 2000. So 56 million people. uh, Most of those folks are going to be driving for Thanksgiving. 50 million, according to AAA, hitting the roads. And if you're flying, if you're in the taking to the skies crowd, uh, expect the crowds to be back at the airport. Okay. Um, there will no longer be any of those, you know, uh, uh, empty seats on the planes that uh-huh, you get so uh-huh. excited about. Like, oh, there's an empty middle seat. Woohoo! I get to stretch out. It's not going to happen. Yeah, mm. And you're probably paying a whole lot more for those tickets, too. So that's just a heads up for you. But a lot of people are traveling this week. and But at least the weather's cooperating, might I say, here in Minnesota. At least we're not in Buffalo, New York. That's like, right. You know, oh. 46 feet of snow over the weekend. So that's Gosh. good. Now, I have already noticed, Matt, that uh, one of the great benefits of this week if you are not taking the week off monday tuesday wednesday the roads the traffic is down it's oh, yeah. like like this morning's commute there were so many fewer people on the road than typically you would expect and i just love that and donna and i if i could speak for the group really like like for instance this wednesday maybe there will be people who are cutting out early because that's the busiest travel day of the year and so maybe they're on their way to see family and friends yeah this Grandma's sleeping place. Oh yeah, will be a uh, ghost town, and we love it, don't we, Donna? We sure do. Something fun and festive about it. There's like it's we're here. You get a little coffee. It just feels working like near these holidays. It just kind of feels fun. I think it kind of does. I get I premier like parking anyway because I come in so early in the morning. But today <laughs> oh, was yeah. extra premier. premier. Really? Yeah. Does that mean you just got a good spot? I mean, it was like I barely. I walk like five steps to get my car. You didn't wow. get invited into the garage, though, this morning, did well, you? No. no. Okay, that's what I thought you meant. That's a big deal. Oh, I did once when it was real rough outside. Who's Tell us one news anchor who gets I can't do that. parking it's in the parking lot. Oh, um, private it, information. Is there infighting with, like, who gets the uh, interior parking? No comment. Oh, there is. <laughs> oh, I yes. don't even know any regular employees got to park down in that. Oh, I, I know one person who parks in there. Stuff a no minute, Steve. Stop. Stuff a oh. no minute. What's that mean? Stuff Put a gnome in your mouth and stop talking about it. Oh, stuff a gnome in it. My goodness. Man, big time star. So. What? We have a number two. What do you want to do? You still talking no. about? I'm talking about the parking, the interior right, parking. <laughs> number, number two. two. 
uh, I know you guys probably covered the Ticketmaster, you know, Taylor Swift yes. conundrum crisis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, so Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar kind of weighing in. Oh. I don't know if you mentioned this yet, but no. she, she sent a letter to Ticketmaster kind of demanding to know what happened. And she's also been calling for a federal investigation into this. Because, wow. you know, so many people were frustrated by that message. It's like, you have 6,000 people in front of you in line. And then, of course, the, the sale of to the public was pulled off. Uh, you know, to the at the last minute, yeah. there's the public uh. ticket sale. So, so many people left frustrated. Word is that the the Department of Justice is now. Wow. Ha- some are reporting that uh, they are now investigating exactly what happened. And um, the senator was she's long been against kind of monopoly, right? Uh, sure. Antitrust, and she's you know Ticketmaster really has the oh, lock. Seventy percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So her point is, wait a minute, like you can't be the only game in town like this, and especially if you are the only game in town with the, with the vast majority of the ability to sell these tickets, you need to have your act together so that consumers aren't you know shortchanged and affected in the in, obviously in the way that we saw. Happen. I don't know how they'll ever fix this though because and i i appreciate politicians it seems on both sides of the aisle who are like hang on a second this is jacked up but rocco was talking about this last week mm-hmm. if if you have a network of computers and when tickets go on sale you can go in and you or me would be able to buy our two or four tickets, whatever it might be. Yeah. But if if I had a room full of computers, because this was big, reselling was big business for me, and I did it independently, then those computers are going to be faster than your computers because we're paying more for our servers and our, our upload speed and all sure, this sort of stuff. Sure. How do they actually fix it? I, I appreciate what they're saying, but I think it will take, like, like Ticketmaster would somehow have to govern it. I just... But it feels like the computers will always win. The people with computers who want to resell them for more and have a network of computers, how do you stop them? So you think you think part of what's, and maybe this has been reported and I'm just slow to the party, but um, you think what's happening is beyond the sheer demand of the public, just mm-hmm. everyone wanting to buy the tickets and that kind of avalanche of people, you're saying there are outfits or others who are coming in, you know, with big gun computers because yes. they want to yes. get the tickets to do and the then resale. resale. Exactly. So, yes. so, so they're in line. And if they're in line before you, that's how it's like, oh, wait, what yeah. just happened? How did so many tickets go away? So I think it's yeah. both of those things. And I think if you true. took that away, I don't know it, it probably, think. well, I get it because they, they want the tickets so that they can do the, the resale and make the big money. But I, if you would take away these kind of what are they like scalpers or what? I mean, I don't know yeah. what you call them. I, but I the don't people, know how you control yeah, like that. Yeah, like StubHub because they have a right to buy the tickets like too. I guess ticket these second-hand ticket yeah. places. I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know how you stop it. Well, that's what they want to investigate. And so the feds are on it, apparently. So we'll see. um, We'll keep you posted on what happens with that. Number three. Now, I know this is kind of indulge me, folks, okay? Like, I know you have your own toy drive here that you support through the holiday season. But today, downstairs, in the, this might bring back memories, Steve, but it's in the Twin Cities Live studio. How dare you? <laughs> we are stuffing the sleigh on Five Eyewitness News, oh, so we yeah. would love your support. You know, we make this our tradition. We want to make sure kids have a bright holiday season this year, and uh, we love to collect the toys um, for kids of all ages. You know, the little ones, 
not just for little ones, though, but all the way up to, like, teenagers. You know, they need sure. toys to open, too. So uh, we have a lot of partners that uh, where you can drop off a new and unwrapped toy. We'll get it in the sleigh, and then eventually it'll get to kids across our area. The home furniture stores across the area, Warner Stallion, Spire Credit Unions, or mm. your Army National Guard Armory in your community mm. is a drop-off spot. And then uh, we will collect these starting today is the big kickoff through December 9th. And then after that, Salvation Army volunteers will work to distribute the uh, toys to kids all across the area. So everybody has something to open for the holidays, right? Awesome. Yeah, and the teenagers that you mentioned, you know, gift cards, maybe uh, hair products, things like that. Yeah, makeup kits are a big one. Yeah, curling irons, hair dryers, all that kind of stuff, nail polish. There's some really cool stuff. Of course, I'm just thinking of the girls, but then, you know, uh, video uh, games. The the big Mm -hmm. fancy sleigh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Santa's sleigh. It's Santa's sleigh. It's usually in our lobby, isn't it? I don't know. We have a sleigh in our lobby. No, that's a that's a second rate sleigh. The secondary yeah. sleigh. This is the yeah, real no, sleigh. The, the primary sleigh is in the Twin Cities Live Office. We're all slaying. Over, I just want to say it's overflowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's overflowing with toys it already, a, but we want more. You know, obviously, as we as we kick off this effort. So if you could support us, that yeah. would be really great. And I know that uh, there's a lot of asks, and you'll have your own toy drive going this year. But maybe people are feeling generous, and I know that there's so much need. I mean, with inflation and the price of oh, everything yeah. going up, and yeah. I tell you what. Everybody has a, well, a lot of our listeners have a little bit extra. Yeah, and if you, if you that little bit will make a big impact, you know. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for having Before me. He goes, yeah, what's up? So you, uh, I'm gathering, do not park in the interior <laughs> parking structure. Yet, let it go. That's my take. You know, actually, I because I'm like Don. I get here. I get here even before her. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, way before. And yeah. I thought. Um, so I've recently started parking underneath the tower. Which is a nice primo spot. I li- I have my. I'm a creature of habit. So there's that sure. first space next to the KSTP Sports space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Schmidt space. I, next to that, there, I've been parking there. But somebody now said something that I didn't even think of. Yeah. In the winter time, that is where idea. all the falling ice yeah. comes oh, yeah. off that's, the tower. Yeah, that's so where you get stabbed to death by an icicle. Yeah, I need you to get <laughs> <in contact. laughs> to death. Canopy I remember. Do you remember yeah. years ago, uh, Donna, when we were driving around? Mitsubishi's, right? Yes. We were like test driving them. It was yeah, so fun. And I was using this um, this uh, plug-in hybrid electric vehicle from from White Bear. Mm-hmm. And we used to have, speaking of primo parking spaces, there were two spots, or maybe it was two or one, for a, uh, electric vehicle parking. Yeah. And it was right up against the building, and it mm-hmm. was awesome. Oh. And there were other cars that were always parked there. And now suddenly, for, for the next couple of months, I was driving an electric vehicle, and I raised hell. And yeah. I went to, I think it was, uh, I mean, I don't even know if Lord Ray Camp was here at the time, but some building services <laughs> manager was like, Lord hey, uh, there's always non-electric vehicles parked in that, and I'm like trying to get my charge on, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I was shut down. Yeah. They said, yeah, we don't feel like that would be a great thing for for you, like the the talent to be booting other people from spots. If they, yeah. It was something like that where I <laughs> did not get access. Oh, I did not get protected don't access. they know who you are? They did not. That's and, the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, have you ever or do you have a spot in the garage, Steve? No, never have. I know yeah. one person who does. I do, too. I know a bunch of people. I bet you do. I'd love to be at the news roundtables. Uh, all right, we're going to do these great stories. stories. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't even know where that garage is located. Yeah, yeah. No. By design, Donna. Okay. Ah, they don't want right. us to know. Thank you for Matt, having me. You. I'll see you on the news tomorrow morning, Channel 5, starting at 4.30. 1 a.m.
Stop All it. right. Uh, Steve, you what? would like to talk about what you did over the weekend. You know, a lot of YouTube tutorials make you feel like you can do something and then you try to do something and it turns out you can't do that thing. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. found a YouTube tutorial that, gosh darn it, it was easy and satisfying. I'll tell you what I did when we come back uh, on Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Would you like an introduction to what you're going to talk about? Um, yeah, I guess I would. Okay. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, everybody. Hey, Steve. I want to start calling, you know, Rocco has his little clompers. Uh-huh. I think we should try to come up with something. Donna and Steve, uh, listeners, is there something that we should be creating here? Well, we used to call him Gary's. Oh. But now that you're here, oh, that's yeah. all changed. Sorry. Sorry. I did something on you. I implemented a YouTube tutorial last night. And those don't always go well, but this one did. So this is a positive see something, say something. I saw something, and I just want to tell you that if you have been looking at a drab tree that just feels like it lacks a little luster, Christmas tree, Mm -hmm. please mind, then I want to (laughs) encourage you to consider flocking your Christmas tree. And what that means is giving it the snow look. So we had this green tree that we got a couple years ago, and it was probably around, I don't know, $250 250 or $300. Seven and a half oh, foot tree. That must be nice. No, that's the con- no. Actually, if you've done enough Christmas tree shopping, you yeah. know that that is not high end. There's no. a beautiful flocked tree that I would like to get. I saw mm. it last night at $9.99. Anyway, wow. I get this and we're like, hmm, this is just kind of, especially during the day, it sits in the open room. And if the lights aren't on, it just kind of looks like this big blob of dark green in the midst of, you know, we have a lot of whites in the main space and beige and gray mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Anyway, I thought, well, could I flock this tree? So last year, midway through Christmas, I started, after we already had the tree up and decorated, I started looking stuff up and then sort of forgot about it for a year. And then as we started preparing a few weeks ago, I went on YouTube and thought, how do you flock a Christmas tree without having to buy a new Christmas tree? I ordered Snowflock on um, on Amazon as recommended on YouTube. In fact, Don, I have a video here that we can pull up here in a second. I just put it in, but um, and I'll call for it here in a moment. But I get this stuff, and they say essentially this: all you need, friends, is a spray bottle to spritz your tree. Okay, and then you have this Snowflock. It's delivered to you like a five, you know, pound bag of cocaine. I, it made me feel like, is this what it's like to get drugs in the mail? It's just this big Ziploc full of white powder and you undo it and then you get a a sifter like you would use mm-hmm. for powdered sugar. Mm-hmm. You scoop in there and then you start at the top of the tree, spritz, okay. spritz, 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 get the branches wet Okay. and then you get the snow flock, put it, it to get a scoop of it in the sifter and then go above the tree and you just start shaking and like oh, actual snow. it's not a spray then. No, it's not a spray. Oh. No, you're not like spraying this stuff out. It is spritz the tree to make it wet and then powder sugar your tree essentially and then spray yeah. it again. And then shake it out? Do you shake it? No, what any... you do is you spray it again so that it helps it to set and then they say let it set 
before decorating it anywhere between 12 and 72 hours. Point is, I did it last night. I did one coat, and it was kind of light, and then I was like, let's do a little more. I'm going to put a video out later this week to sort of show you, but it's very easy and actually quite satisfying, too, because you can do it to whatever level of flock you would like. However, we all know the word flock is kind of funny, and I went (laughs) on and watched this one YouTube video. If this is the right video that I've pulled up, there's this wonderful, well-mannered woman who's just like very just polite and easygoing, and she says flock about a hundred times in the first minute. Let's listen to a little bit of the flocking tutorial on YouTube. Okay, and once you're happy with how much flocking it has, just give the whole thing one last good spray. Oh, I may have. Did I send you this at the wrong point? I thought it was a, a specific point. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Go oh, back to... Sorry, okay. I screwed that up for you. <laughs> I sent it wrong. But just go back to like the yes, round 20 second. Yeah, here time. we go. And today, I'm going to show you how to flock your own Christmas tree. I love a beautiful snowy flocked Christmas tree. And I flocked my first tree more than six years ago. And it's still going strong. I have added a little more flocking a few times, but it still Whoa. looks beautiful. And since then, I've flocked wreaths, garlands, branches... Many trees, big trees, all kinds of trees. So it just feels I like it's. I'm going to show you today exactly how to do it. It feels like it's kind of tailor made for a Jimmy Kimmel unnecessary yes. uh, censorship. Yes. Is this messy? It's a little bit messy. It seems messy. I did it in the garage. Oh, good idea. And uh, but they say that once it dries, or if you get it wet, it's you can clean it easily. Mm-hmm. So you could you know spray it off your floor, or once it dries, you could vacuum it up if oh, it was sure, on your sure. floor. But it's a little bit messy. Not as messy as they were suggesting it was going to be. I didn't think. But yeah, there's certainly. Uh, some stuff out there, but it was really satisfying. So pretty easy. So if you have a green tree and you're like, I want a little new life, um, it's easy to flock the tree. And I believe the snow flock, I bought the big bag, I think it was $49. And I believe I still probably have about 20% of the bag left. And that was for kind of a fat seven and a half foot tree. So if you have a smaller, thinner, like a pencil tree, you could probably get away with their, their smaller bag, which is about 25 bucks. I do just a, yeah, I feel like hers is too flocked. I do too. Well, I, I would do just a dusting. I think that would be a lot prettier. It depends on what, and that this is the thing. You get to choose how much you want to flock. So no one's the flock police aren't going to come in and tell me too <laughs> no, much. No, it's like international waters. <laughs> oh, you can flock God. as much as you want. You, it's all about. And I came. I did it once. I flocked it, and then I looked at it, and I was like, you know, I think I need to flock that again. And so I did. And then it took on more of a snowy look. Uh, so I, I, I ended up leaning more. I wanted the green to be a little more hidden. I didn't want it to look like a white tinsel Christmas tree. Remember mm. those? Mm, yeah. I, I like want to look like tinsel. that. I love that. Uh, but I wanted it to look snow covered. But, Don, you can just do a light dusting. You really can. Or you can make it look like it just went through, you know, a buffalo snowstorm. That's right. I was just thinking that when yeah. I looked at hers. Okay, yeah, hers is a little heavy. I like just like a light coating. Yeah, yeah, I probably went heavier than you guys would like. Here, Donna, look at this video. See that video? It looks pretty. That looks really pretty, Steve. That's how much... Good job. Thanks. And now we're going to get the gold ornaments. I ordered special ornaments. Two of them came broken. Oh. That's fine. Nothing goes my way. No sleep for Santa. I'll be fine. Rich people problems. Donna! <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, I don't know, guys. What do you want me to tell you? So oh, Don, it also, you have got to read. I read this article. I believe it's on Variety today of right? Anna Delvey. And Anna Delvey, uh, a.k.a. Anna Sorkin? Sorkin? I don't remember what her name is. The woman from Inventing Anna. 
She is on house arrest right now. And uh, yeah, it's on Variety. It says house arrest. Not can't the keep... actress, the actual. Yes, yes. the actual <laughs> not, woman. Not Ruth right. from Ozark. That right. is correct. Not her. And she says, house arrest can't keep Anna Sorokin down. I'm still living better than all of you, is what she said. But it's this interesting article. She's on house arrest. And let me just read you the the opening two paragraphs, okay? I mean, this was not a character made for TV. This is a real person. (laughs) It's 4 p.m. on a Monday afternoon, and Anna Sorokin is blasting Drake from her quaint apartment in the East Village of Manhattan. When I arrive at the top of her five-floor walk-up, she doesn't come out, instead yelling from the bathroom to let myself in, as she would. Sorry, I'll be right out. I can't figure out what to wear. What's the vibe? (laughs) She asks in that iconic European accent that Julia Garner mastered in inventing Anna. Uh, She goes on to say that she brings out... uh, Oh, here we go. The rap music playing from a shoddy Bluetooth speaker, a messy display of outfit choices splayed out on her bed. It feels as if we're getting ready for a night clubbing in downtown Manhattan. But of course, nightlife no longer an option for Sorokin, who after being released from prison in February of 21 was detained by immigration authorities for overstaying her visa. Now she's on house arrest with an ankle monitor. Meanwhile, she's made over $200,000 on her artwork that she made from jail. Oh, my gosh. That paid for the the down payment for the apartment and is paying for her lifestyle. She's planning dinner parties now where she'll invite people over. And, of course, she's like bigwigs, producers are already reaching out, caterers. None I don't know how verified. she does it. It's so weird. It continues. So. Oh, man. Anyway, All right. Don McLean, we love you. Love you. Bye Thank now. you. Bye. We'll be right back with a dirt alert.